Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good evening, everyone. This is Friday, November the 1st, 2019, and welcome to episode number 748 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com. This is the one and the only WCWS Revolution. Once again, I am Mr. WCWS Chad Henshaw, back on the line here with you as we sit to talk about our favorite subject of, subject of all time, that being, of course, none other than professional wrestling. Ladies and gentlemen, both members of our 2017 Hall of Fame News Tag Team, King Ice, King and W.O. Javar T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared D. Jerome, have, have not yet arrived in the building. <clears throat> so, ladies and gentlemen, I will be handling the wrestling news and views here for tonight here as well. And, of course, as always, the human suplex machine, John Gross, has not come on the show on Friday nights. So, <clears throat> so I'll be also taking care of your wrestling history and birthdays here for today. And um, excuse me. Sorry about that, folks. Uh, just give me just one second here. <clears throat> but I, well, I can go ahead and tell you that our live video feed here tonight comes to us from, of course, one of our veteran groups here in WCWS, WCWS Nitro, excuse me, Nitro Thunder. If you care to join us here for our live video feed for Revolution episode 748 here tonight, please feel free to join us there at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Nitro Thunder Lives. And if you care to join us here, of course, through talkshoe.com, the phone number, as always, is 1-605-562-0444. Caller ID 138055-POUND, the magic six numbers. And press that one if you want to chime in on anything and everything that we have that plan to talk about here tonight. Uh, really not a whole lot, not a whole, not a whole lot to chew the fat on this evening, but of course, in addition to our news and views and history and birthdays, 
We hope to hear, of course, from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, and or Danny from Oak Park here tonight to get their thoughts about everything that's going on, that every, everything uh, uh, going on here, of course, in the world of wrestling here this past week. Plus, also, we'll run down, of course, some of the things that's going on even as we speak right now on uh, Friday Night SmackDown. Plus, <clears throat> plus, also, of course, with some time allotted, some wrestling extras here, just for a little fun here tonight. Uh, so we'll be bringing all that here to you here in just a just a few moments. Before we get, of course, to our to the wrestling news and views here for tonight, I do believe, and I'm doing, we're doing some double checking on here, but I think we may have somebody, we may have somebody coming in on the line here, um, and we'll give me just a second. We'll check that out here and see. I do believe so. Uh, yes, we do. Yes, indeed, ladies and gentlemen, and I do see who that is. We now have coming in on the line before we get started with here with tonight's Wrestling News and Views. He is a 2017 WWE US Hall of Famer. He's also, of course, uh, a contributor to WWE US Raw Radio. And also, he is, of course, known as the Heartbreak Kid here in our radio network circles. And also, folks, if you think if you think, if you think of his other nickname, you got to think about that, other, that classic 60 sitcom Happy Days, where in which one, one of the central characters goes a little something I do believe just like this. Yeah, Chatty. Yes, baby. I got some updates on SmackDown tonight. Oh, you're okay. gonna love this. Okay, well, okay, well, thank you very much, of course. Of course, uh, of course, a hyped up version of his usual greeting here tonight. But uh, we do welcome fans to the 748 of Revolution here. And before we get to my to uh, my uh, wrestling news interviews, courtesy of Four Eleven Mania here tonight, I think Fonzie has a little bit of a breaking story here about SmackDown. Uh, Fonzie, oh, go ahead Chad! Yes, Chad. This is on. I don't know if it's me or did we bring somebody here tonight that we uh, we saw Shayna Baszler. At the WWE tonight SmackDown, we seen um, Thomas Chiappa facing the Miz tonight. Chiappa being in the Miz. Now the main event, we're seeing Daniel Bryan versus Adam Cole, baby, for the NXT title. Right now, it's coming. We had Triple H, Shawn Michaels. We had Stephanie McMahon. We had Brock Lesnar withdraw SmackDown, and he's going to Monday Night Raw, which I understand that, but okay, whatever. Um, we have the other two other guys. I can't remember their names. Um, we had huh, we had uh, Raina Ripley and her uh, tag team partner. They beat. Uh, whatever the um, Nanny Rose and her Sonny Deville that was not a match uh, and they, like I said they uh, they beat up Daniel Brooks and um, Carmella in the back um, what's her face she's going to face um Shayna Baszler for the title. 
she tossed Camilla Krim- over to freaking whatever it is. Um, now, right now, it's NXT. Like I said, an NXT <laughs> championship. Adam Cole, baby, is fighting Daniel Bryan. And I just heard that it's going to be Monday Night Raw. It's going to be SmackDown. And, yes, it's going to be NXT as Survivor Series. So you're going to see a triple threat show as Survivor Series. So, yes, that's what we got tonight. Yes. So, thank you there, that's Fon- what I got to say. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Fonzie, for that big-time report here, of course, about SmackDown tonight. We do appreciate that. Now, let's go and see what we got in the rest of the news and views here segment. Courtesy of our friends at 411mania.com. And, of course, we do thank our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us here in the WWS Radio Network to read their stories on all of our shows, including Revolution, Wolfpack, Raw Radio, Power Hour, Outside the Ropes, WWS This Morning, and others. Uh, First story right out out the gate here. We got a pretty good mixture of stuff here tonight. Let's go ahead. Of course, we can get that pulled up here, folks. We'll... Uh, bear, bear with us here for just one second while we oh, uh, you're acting a little bit slow, but we'll get it. Okay, we got it. Joseph Lee brings us our first story here tonight. As WWE is hoping to have Rey Mysterio and his team up at WrestleMania. They're really t- talking about a lot of WrestleMania stuff here real, real early. And um, as, as of course, that's, 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 uh, of course, that's, 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 that's never a bad thing. This is, this is a short story right here. As 411 Mania previously recorded, Rey Mysterio said in an interview that his son Dominic will begin his training at the WWE Performance Center next year. Dominic has appeared on WWE TV recently, getting attacked multiple times by Brock Lesnar. According to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the WWE is hoping that Mysterio and Dominic will be able to team together by early next year. With WrestleMania as a target date, it remains to be seen if that is still the plan. So they may go for something maybe a little bit sooner. I don't know, but we'll have to wait and see uh, what happens with that. Uh, shifting gears for just a moment here to AEW, we have an AEW-related story here. Let me go ahead and bring and bring that here right now. Joseph Lee brings us this story here. As apparently there are reportedly no plan Kota Ibushi in AEW. Let's go ahead and see what the, let's see what we what we have right here on this. Uh, let's see what we have right here, of course, on this front right here. On this w- past week's episode of AEW Dynamite, a Sorry. video was shown. Okay, okay. A video was shown prior to Kenny Omega's match and featured a cartoonish version of Kota Ibushi and played up their relationship. This has led to some believe that the company may be bringing Ibushi in or have some sort of working agreement with New Japan Pro Wrestling. However, according to the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, this is not the case. The video said is to be, the video is said to be closer to the Cody Dislage throwing of the sledgehammer um, than, than a hint at, that anything is going to happen with Ibushi or New Japan Pro Wrestling. As for the video itself, Omega believed that there have been there were parallels between the game Undertale and his relationship with New Japan. So so he was so he was behind it. He also came to the ring wearing a mask of Sands from the game. Toby Fox is not a wrestling fan, but after watching New Japan for a 
Omega. The, the two came up with the storyboard and script of the original Kenny's Quest Tokyo Dome video back in January. The video for Dynamite was just meant to be nothing more than a continuation. Uh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen, for just one second. Okay. We may have someone coming in here on his way here, hopefully here a moment. Okay. Yes. Okay. And uh, we will... The song, man. He's having some difficulty getting in. Well, he's having problems getting in. I'm not sure what... I'm not sure how, but I mean, uh, he may be. He may be. He may, he may be able to get in the back door. Oh God! <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's that's even worse. Okay, uh, that's that, that, we'll, we'll wait for later on here until we. Uh, uh, we have a story here from Jeremy Thomas. I promise, as WWE issues a statement on the travel delays and also teasing and also tease some surprises. As far as SmackDown is concerned, I think Ponzi just kind of some of those surprises. Now let's go ahead and read what we have reported. What we have reported uh, right here. Uh, uh, as soon as I can get it pulled up, I will. I will bring it to you here. Sorry about the sort of delay. Uh, okay, let's see. Yeah, here we go. All right. Um, an update here, WWE has issued an official statement on the travel delays affecting tonight's episode of SmackDown. The announcement acknowledges that the charter aircraft had problems, including mechanical issues that left the passengers on the tarmac for six hours. It added that several superstars felt so strongly that they arranged for their own separate charter in order to make it back to the U.S. PW Insider reports that the word making its way around the roster stuck in Saudi Arabia is that a new flight has been arranged and boy, that will get them from... Uh, um, right, the United States around 3 a.m. local time, which would be a full 24-hour delay from the original flight time. The statement from WWE, which you, of course, right here in full right here, notes that SmackDown will go on with superstars such as Daniel Bryan, The Miz, Carmella, Nikki Cross, and Brooke, and surprises. Here is here is of course the statement from WWE. Oh yeah, that's right. I WWE forgot Ross. about that. Following a historic performance at yesterday's record-breaking Crown Jewel event, more than 175 superstars, production crew, and employees boarded a 747 charter flight back to the United States on Thursday after the door closed due to several aircraft problems, including mechanical issues. All passengers sat on the tarmac for more than six hours. With SmackDown set to eliminate, set set to come in from Buffalo, New York. Several superstars felt so strongly that they arranged for their own separate charter in order to make it back to the U.S. for the show. Due to unforeseen issues, that charter will not land until after the live broadcast on Fox. The remainder of WWE superstars, staff, and crew will depart on a charter set to depart Saudi Arabia later tonight. As always with WWE, the show must go on live at 8, 7 central, of course, on Fox, which is, which is of course, has already started. SmackDown. Yeah, Deport Michael Cole's not there either. Yeah, that's what I noticed. Inquiry grass. Yeah. That's why that's why I noticed. Uh, <clears throat> such as Daniel Bryan, The Miz, Carmella, Nikki Cross, Daniel Brooke, plus additional superstars. Uh, hold on just one second here, folks. My apologies. Apparently somebody here is having a difficult time getting getting into the show here. Uh, so he's trying his best to get here. Uh, um, of course, we just have the original sort. The original the, the the original announcement was 
It was set, it was set to be Roman versus Port Jester Corbin. The Miz TV was supposed to have the new Universal Champion Bray Wyatt. Yeah, he was not there. Spe- he was not there. Yeah, I know I that. Forgot about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I forgot about it. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. yeah. yeah. This was originally announced. This was originally announced. And the SmackDown tag titles were supposed to have tag place between the Revival and the New Day. And, a, and there was supposed to be a six-woman tag with Bailey, Mandy Rose, and Sonya Deville versus Nikki Cross, Carmella, and Dana Brooke. Uh, no, officially announced for the for the show. To, uh, okay, that's what was supposed to happen. Okay. But, of course, obviously, ladies and gentlemen, that those plans did uh, – that those plans did uh, – D. Uh, stand by for just one second, ladies and gentlemen, while we take a a, tad, a little bit of a breather uh, from the uh, from from the news here. I think we I think we have I think we have, of course, uh, the one man here that we've been trying to get on here for quite a little bit, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, here of course about ready to come on the line now. Is a 2015 and 17 WWS Hall of Famer. All, of course, a big of course of course a part of the Raw Radio broadcast team every Monday afternoon right here on Fox2.com. He is, of course, the one. He is, of course, the man we all talk, we all know as El Senor de Fongo. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, he was a he was, he was a sombrero. A thong on his sombrero. Uh, uh, I gentlemen. think he, he left the. Th- I think he left the thong at the high school game tonight. Put well, it that well, way. He, well, he did that way. I'm sure right now, slain in the trash. I don't know. <laughs> here he is, here he is, ladies and gentlemen. The one and the only, and the reason why it's cold up there at Pittsburgh, the Iceman himself, JD. Of course, we also know him as Jared D. Girolamo. And JD, welcome to 748 of Revolution. It is a cold night, no doubt about it. I'm What's up, JD? Nothing, just watching the game right now. We were down 27 7. And yes, I know, I've seen it. Okay. TV, at least. Yes. And okay. I have not heard about SmackDown, but I have heard. Oh, JD, JD, <laughs> wait do you hear fucking SmackDown tonight, buddy. This is an unbelievable show. I'm There's telling you. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. But I tell you, let me tell this, and then you can tell JD. I promise you, okay? Okay, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Chad. I'm sorry. No, I'm yeah, sorry. <laughs> JD, I thought you knees coming for the night, so you just sit back and relax for a moment while you sit there and get warm. Because uh, I know your thong has got to be cold. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I'm right now, I'm, 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 I'm reading here first what Heyman did at the start of the show. Yeah, really? I, saw, I saw the video. I saw Wait, the video. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, JD. Go ahead, Jack. Go ahead. Finish what you have to I, Then I'll I, tell them what, what happened. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I saw the video on I saw the video on YouTube. And there's a question I'm going to pose about that here in just a few minutes. But here's but let me bring these one let me bring I'll, I'll bring at least one more story, then that's all I'm gonna do for the night in terms of the news. I'll let you do it before I do the history. Okay, there you go. Um uh Joseph Lee brings us this story here uh tonight. As a believe it or not, yesterday at Crown Jewel. Brock Lesnar was originally supposed to face Tyson Fury. Uh, let me go ahead and bring you. Let me go and bring you this story. Hold on, hold on. Let me read, let me read it. Let me read it, and then you can you can have your say so about it. At WWE Crown Jewel yesterday, Brock Lesnar defeated Cain Velasquez, and Tyson Fury defeated Braun Strowman. However, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, 
The original plan in WWE was for Lesnar and Fury to be the ones to face off. Fury also said this during a previous interview. The idea was eventually changed when WWE was able to get Velasquez. The idea was discussed by early talks. Velasquez had the built had the built-in story with Lesnar and was, believe it or not, a bigger star in in the U.S. Let me see. Hold, let me see what. Let me see what else here. Give me just a second here while I try to get the rest of this. Uh, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, okay, no, that, that, okay, that, that, that. So, 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 folks, so they're, they're apparently there. You have it right there. Um, um, apparently, like I said, that the reason that the course of the death that they were worried they weren't going to be able to get Kane Velasquez. So that's why it was originally planned. If it seems that, ladies and gentlemen, that Tyson Fury was supposed to be the, the original was going to be the one facing Brock, but instead they got Kane. And you know what happened for that yesterday. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it for your wrestling news producer segment here tonight. Of course, it's, of course, like I said, and originally I say King Ice tonight, King W.O. Gerard T. Smith and the Ice Man Jerry Geralmo. Of course, Ezra 2017 uh, Hall of Fame News Tag Team to bring all the news that's fit to print here. In the WWS radio network, and of course, if the news doesn't fit, they always find a way to make it fit. And of course, in GTS's case, super glue and duct tape—you cannot beat that old-fashioned combination. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we get underway here with the history and birthdays, I did tell this to the Heartbreak Kick. I know he wants to fill JD in on some things concerning what happened, of course, earlier tonight on SmackDown. So, Fonzie, you have you have the floor for just a moment to tell JD what what happened. Well, I get okay, first thank- history prepared, so please go okay, ahead. Thank you. Thank you, Chad. JD, yes. I'm going to yeah. tell you. The show opened up with Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Surprise, and surprise. Paul, this has listen, no boy, listen, Paul Heyman and listen, Brock. Listen, listen. Wait a minute. This, this, is, this, this was a shocker. Trip, okay. Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. Brock yeah. Lesnar is quitting SmackDown and heading to Monday Night Raw to look for Rey Mysterio. He will be at Long Island Monday night. So then we saw Triple H and Shawn Michaels at SmackDown. Okay? Yeah. Well, that was going on. We saw Nikki Cross. Yeah. Bailey. Nikki Cross yeah. was defending uh, going against Bailey for her title, women's title. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Guess who showed up? Shayna Baszler. Yes. Yeah. NXT. Well, yeah. she beat not Bailey, not yeah. Sasha Banks, and Nikki yeah. Cross. He she beat three of them in a ring. Well, after that, the yeah. commercial went commercial. Yeah. Then the Miz was supposed to have Bray Wyatt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bray Wyatt is not at SmackDown tonight. They're yeah, still because at still find Saudi that. Arabia. Yeah, yeah, because of what happened. Well, yeah. guess yeah. who showed up on Miss TV? It's Thomas Chiapa. 
Oh, no. Yes. Chiapa versus The Miz at SmackDown, and Chiapa beat The Miz. Okay. Yes. Well, that was going on, J.D. Um, Who's that black dude, fat dude from NXT? Keith Lee? He, he played baseball. He played football. He's like 360. Keith Lee? I can't remember. What's that? Well, hold on, hold on. Who's that? Let me, hold on a second. Let me talk about the Lesnar Hamey thing, thing first before we get into the Chiapa Miz thing next, however. First off. Oh, there's more. There's more. Said, <laughs> yeah, I know, but I'm, let, me, let me take one section at a time. Let's get into the Miz yeah. thing first. First off, what the, what the hell is he quitting SmackDown for and going to I have no idea. against Mysterio? What is he trying to prove that he thinks he can beat Ray Jr. down and basically... What's he, I mean, well, if the show I'd say the same thing. What's he trying to prove? Yeah. That he's a tough guy? He got his blood money, however, handed to him because he basically blew Vince McMahon along with Triple well, H, along with that little piss and Paul Heyman yesterday. What's he trying yeah. to prove? What else does he have to prove? I, I think, no, I think they're not going to do nothing because he talked to Vince today. He was, you got to hear it. I don't know if you DVR it or anything. You have to go back and the opening that you'll hear what he had to say with Vince. They're not going to stop us. What? They're going to suspend us or they're going to kick us off the WWE roster. Well, that's when they pick, that's when, you know, Paul Heyman said, we're going to SmackDown. Uh, Brock Lesnar is quitting SmackDown. He's going to Monday Night Raw to to search Rey Mysterio. Okay, okay. Here's the thing. Okay, no, I know. Let me finish. Okay, I know. Yeah. First off, you just got Brock on your damn network two months ago, or even not not even two months ago, longer than that, and you thought Brock was going to be one of your new faces on Friday Night Hour that would attract the ratings to get people to watch on Fox Hour. So, Vince, I hope you're happy now being the pompous, arrogant, old, bigoted piece of shit that you are, however, because you thought, however, besides Ronda Rousey, however, you thought that basically Brock was going to be your cash cow, however, and basically cashing in, however, by basically appearing on Friday nights. Well, guess what? How that feel, Vince? Oh, that's right. It blew up in your freaking face just like the first match did yesterday at Crown Jewel, and now you're stuck with egg on your face, however, because you think, however, with Brock going over to Raw, however, that's going to try to save the Monday Night brand. When you had him on Fox all along and you were advertising him for months and weeks on end, that he was going to be one of your newer big names to watch on Friday night. Well, guess what? That kind of blew up in your face now, didn't it? Yeah. And that's when you, and I then, saw like Triple H and saw Michaels. And as far as Shayna goes up, Shayna goes, however, I guess Shayna didn't take long to make an impact on SmackDown no. along with Tommaso Chiappa. Now, I'm reading here also. Here, uh, I'm seeing what else I'm seeing here. I see that apparently Mandy and Sonya took on Rhea Ripley and Tegan Knox. Yes, yes, yes. Them in short order. That was cool. Yes. I guess so far yes. it's been the night of the NXT invasion because NXT is yeah. <laughs> tonight. JD, yes, it is. Yes, it is. Because after when Triple when uh, Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar walked by, 
they walk by uh, Triple H and uh, HBK. So they saw that. Well, as Survivor yeah. Series, I just told I just told Chad that a Survivor Series is going to be three bands, not two, yeah. three. Yeah. Monday Night Raw, yeah. SmackDown, and NXT. They're going to face a Survivor Series for uh, who's going to be for a night, who's going to stand up for a night run. Yes. Yeah. And that's and why I, and you're then seeing... See, and, then I see, and, and then I see here a great main event, Adam Cole versus Daniel Bryan. Yes. Wow. Yes. Yes, for the NXT Championship. Unbelievable. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes, JD. That's crazy. This has been a wild night. Yeah. Yes. Actually... Right now, it is, I can tell you real quick... Our high school just lost 34-16. We came back too little, too late. Our season's over, 6-5. and five. <laughs> We're done. Okay. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you very much, Sir Jim. I was actually going to get a little bit more detail about SmackDown here in a few minutes, but y'all already beat me to the punch. Uh, uh, yeah. So I'll have to, we'll have, we'll have to just run this through in a pinch here, folks. Uh, uh, is Michael Cole is going to tap out? Is Adam Cole going to tap out, baby? Hold on, He's going to tap out or not? Uh-oh. Yeah, Michael Daniel Cole's going to tap out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Daniel tap Bryan out got him into the semester. Yeah, Michael Cole tapped out the JD. He tapped out yeah, the JD. I see it right now. I got it on. Well, Chad and I talked about this earlier this afternoon, Fonzie, and I think you and I talked about it as well. I mean... Well, no, because I called you, talking. and I was like, oh, my God. What am I seeing? Yeah. What is this, a full moon? Yeah, but Chad and I talked about this earlier this afternoon. You've got to give credit to uh, Hunter coming up with a plan B, getting all these NXT guys on such short notice to get up there to Buffalo. Well done. Yeah. Well done. I know. We'll see what happens Monday night. We'll see what happens this is the Monday first night time this, is, this is so cool we're seeing Cole on SmackDown for the first time because I think we're going to see him at some point on SmackDown. And like I said, you had Shiapa. Oh, nice move by Cole. I just saw that. That was nice. Oh, here comes Daniel. No. Is Daniel Bryan going to let him... And I'm cold. Touch up, baby. Oh, he almost did. He almost just did. I know he did. <laughs> his hand halfway down. Yeah. Ah. Cole's got to come back with something. Something. Uh, this well, is unbelievable. to a good show tonight. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yes, it is. They're shocked too, like I am. I was like, "What the hell is this full moon tonight?" <laughs> yeah, Dean says he's calling in. Uh, is he going to tap? Is he going to tap? Good. Cole's got to change momentum right now if he can. Yeah. I don't know if they're watching this. <laughs> yeah, they're right there. <laughs> yep. This has been a walk. I can say tonight, tonight's... Oh, he's on bent. Oh, he's going to bend the finger. Ah, yeah. This is unbelievable. Daniel Bryan was well, challenging Triple H. SmackDown needed a big response tonight after last week's show on FS1, and tonight I think they kind this of... Is, this is a big shocking right here. <laughs> I'm telling you, the whole crowd was shocked when Baszler came out, um, you know, Thomas Chiappa, 
with the Miz. We are Ripley, uh, Tegan Knox. Yeah, Ripley, yeah, yeah. It's unbelievable. This one, I think, is it's one of the best shows they ever put right now. Yeah, like I said, come a Survivor Series in three weeks, you're going to see three bands at the Survivor All Series. Right. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, my, my, uh, okay. Uh, my, my, ladies and gentlemen, apparently my internet and acting a little bit crazy here. I lost the audio on TalkShoot Plus, ladies and gentlemen. Unfortunately, we once again lost our live video feed from WWS Thunder. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm here. They told him the caller ID and everything, so he should be back on here. He should be on here soon. Uh, in the meantime, here, folks. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, okay, okay. I'm never gonna get a word in it while I was here. Um, so, <laughs> uh, um, yeah, besides JD's policy, sometimes it's so excited, they don't know that I'm also so uh, okay. And your winner uh, is the still NXT champion, Adam Cole, baby, beat Daniel Bryan. And we'll talk right about back. that here shortly. Okay, thank you very much, there, guys. And of course, remember, guys, we still got one part of our beginning stuff to talk about, and that's our history. We haven't done that yet. So let me, let me oh, let's, let's yeah, look that. at this. This is unbelievable. NXT group yeah, coming here, out. Chad. Sorry, Chad. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. I know, I, I know y'all are excited to come up here about this stuff, but let me, let, 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 let's do it all in order here, guys. Let's do it in order. Um, but uh, in the meantime, let's go ahead and go to our rest of history and birthdays here for today, November the 1st. We have some big time moments here to talk about here tonight in terms of uh, our history for the 1st of November. Let's go ahead and get it right here to you. Um, <clears throat> first of all, first wow. of all here, hold on. Hold on. Oh, dear God. Okay, well, Fonzie, you tell us your story. No, no, Triple H said you won the fight at Survivor Series NXT. Yep, with the army he has. <laughs> okay, well, okay. Sorry. <laughs> okay, I, 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 again, y'all yeah, know y'all excited to talk about it, but let me let's get let's get let's go in order. JD, Fonzie, y'all know how I do this thing, so let me let, let mm-hmm. let's do it. Do it. Let's do it the right way. 70 years ago today here, folks, we can put it at 1946, NWA World Heavyweight Champion Robert Brown is injured in an automobile accident. The injury not only cancels an upcoming unification world title match between Brown and Luthez, Brown is forced to retire. National Wrestling Alliance's world title is held by Brown, is forfeited and to, to the National Wrestling Association's world champion, Luthez. Thez was going to unify the many world championships of various wrestling territories around the country all over the next three years, finally claiming the undisputed championship in 1952. Uh, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. I'm just sorry. This is great. J, J, JD, uh, prep the duct tape so we can so we can do that for Fonzie until I. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm and I, know, I know y'all are excited, guys, but let me let, let, let's let's do it one bit at a time here, guys. I know mm-hmm. y'all are. Excited. I am too. Don't get me wrong, but let me let, let, let let's do everything in perspective here. 
So there might be some stuff here in the history that you might find pretty fascinating. So trust me. Uh, thirty-four years ago, again, thirty-four years ago today. Yes, which would put it at uh, nineteen eighty-five, just days after appearing on WWF Superstars in a match against Rowdy Roddy Piper. Rick McGraw sadly dies of a heart attack at the age of 30. Some speculated that the injuries he suffered at the hands of Piper during the TV taping led to his death, but this turned out to be false. McGraw was, no, was a known steroid abuser among co-workers, and though it was never officially proven, the drugs may have led to his sudden death. Uh, let me see here. 29 years ago today, we could put it at 1990 at Budokan Hall, Tokyo, Japan. Jushin Thunder Liger defeated the paper this kid, who was, of course, Chris Benoit on the mask, to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship for the third time. Uh, let's see here. Uh, 22 years ago today, put it at 1997, WWF champion Bret Hart officially signs with WCW. In an interview with TSN's Off the Record a month later, Hart yeah. What? What? Oh, uh, JD must have sneezed. Okay. Hart revealed his contract was for two point five million a year, up to up from one point five million base annual salary he was getting late in his WWF run for three years, a lighter schedule, and reasonable creative control. A, conf a confidentiality agreement is made to keep mum of Hart's decision to after Survivor Series in Montreal, but the news gets out anyway. Uh, time to airs on November the 9th. Hart's departure from the company is a hot topic. Throughout the show and in the weeks thereafter. Even after Brett left the WWF, he could not appear on WCW right away due to a 30 day no compete clause. Hart debuted for WCW on December 15th, just two weeks before Starcade 1997. Uh, 21, uh, year, whoa, 21 years ago uh, today, which would put it at 1998, ECW presents November to Remember from the lakefront arena in new orleans louisiana about 5800 were in attendance with 73,000 homes watching on pay-per-view supernova and the blue meanie defeated danny doring and roadkill with terry Funk being the special timekeeper tommy rogers defeated tracy smothers spike dudley defeated all herman in just five seconds lance storm <laughs> lance, oh, lance storm defeated jerry Tammy Lynn Sitch and Matthew Whipwreck were both special referees. Balls Mahoney and Masala Tanaka defeated the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon, to win the ECW Tag Team titles. Jack Roberts and Tommy Dreamer defeated Jack Victory and Just Incredible. RVD, Sabu, and Taz defeated the Triple Threat, Bam Bam Bigelow, Chris Candido, and Shane Douglas. Also 21 years ago today, uh, 1998, WWF tapes the debut episode of the short-lived Super Astros from the Frank Irwin Center in Austin, Texas. In the show, show's feature bout, El Hijo de Santo defeated Super Loco. The show lasted less than a year before being canceled in September of 1999. Uh, let's see. Yes, 16 years ago today, 1993 in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Let's see. Is that... Let's see, hold on. Let me let me check. See that. No, I'm sorry. Two thousand. Let's see. That was uh, that was uh, let's see. Thirteen three s sixteen. That's two thousand three. I'm sorry. Two thousand three. In Elizabeth, New Jersey, the Briscoes, Jay and Mark, defeated Special K, Izzy, and Dixie to win the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, let's see here. 15 years ago today, put it at 2004 on Roth on Peoria, Illinois. La Resistance, of course, Rob Conway and Savon Grenier defeated Edge and Chris Benoit to win the World Tag Team titles. Uh, let's see, 14 years ago today, we should put it at 2005, WWE presented Taboo Tuesday from the iPay One Center in San Diego, California. About 6,000 were in attendance with 174,000 homes watching on pay-per-view, about the same number as the year before. In a pre-show Sunday night heat match, Kerwin White and Matt Stryker defeated Shelton Benjamin and Val Venus. As for the remainder of the card, Rey Mysterio and Matt Hardy defeated Chris Masters and Snitsky. Hardy and Mysterio received the highest vote percentage for the night to take part in, in, in the interbrand match, 31% and 29% respectively. Other options were JBL, 17%, Christian, 13%, and Hardcore Holly with only 10%. Eugene and Jimmy Snuka defeated Rob Conway and Tyson Tomko. Snuka was the chosen tag team partner for Eugene with 42% of the vote, beating out, Hacksaw, okay, beating, beating out Hacksaw Jim Duggan with 40% and Kamala with only 17%. Mankind defeated Carlito. Uh, Mankind facing Mick Foley won the vote with 52%. Cactus Jack finishing second, 35%, and Dude Love in third with only 13%. Kane and the Big Show defeated Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch. To win the World Tag Team Championship, Kane and Big Show did not win the vote to challenge for the tag, for the WWE title. They were forced to team up and go for the tag titles. Batista defeated Jonathan Coachman in a street fight. The bout was indeed as awful as you thought it was. It finished third in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter Award for, for Worst Match of 2005. Your Stratus defeated Ashley, Nikki James, Maria, Candice Michelle, and Victoria. In your fulfill your fantasy battle royal to retain the women's title, the outfit of choice would be lingerie with 43%. Other options for leather and lace, 32%, and cheerleader, 25%, and JD Stone, 0%. <laughs> yeah. This is true. Yeah, that is, that's it is. <laughs> Thank God it was. <laughs> no disrespect, JD. Rick, Rick Flair defeated Triple H in a steel cage match to retain the IC title. Steel Cage easily won out with 83% of the vote, followed by a submission match, 13%, and a regular match, only 4%. And John Cena defeated Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels in the in a triple threat match to retain the WWE title. Michaels won the final spot with 43% of the vote. <clears throat> Other options were King, 38%, and The Big Show, 16%. Uh, let's see here. 13 years ago today, 2006, WWE re releases Diacio Torres, best wrestling fans as psychosis, believe it or not. Torres was arrested on allegedly stealing a car in Baja, California on October the 9th from 23-year-old Alexander Valencia Ramirez. Torres wanted to borrow Ramirez's car, but pulled a gun on Ramirez after he refused. He led a chase against local police and hit several cars, including one that had a pregnant woman inside. The woman was not seriously injured, of course, thank goodness. When Torres was apprehended, turned out the turned out the gun pulled on Ramirez was a water gun. Oh dear God, a water gun. <laughs> Torres had not been on WWE television in about four months at the time of the arrest. Uh, Twelve years ago today, put it at 2007. WWE announces that effective immediately all violations of the company's wellness policy will be made public. 
It doesn't take long for the addendum to be used. Chris Masters is the first man publicly outed under the new rules. He was suspended for two months the very next day. Uh, also 12 years ago today, as we said, 2007, TNA releases backstage interviewer Letitia Klein, though her release would not be made official until more than three weeks later. Uh, it is TNA, of course. Letitia was with the company for a year at the time of her release. Letitia would appear on the fifth and final season of Beauty and the Geek the next year and finish third and would appear in Playboy. Letitia would be replaced by Chris O'Walton, but she wouldn't last long either. She was replaced the following summer by Lauren. Uh, 11 years ago today, put at 2008, WWE releases Brooke Adams. One third of Extreme Exposé, she first during the 2006 Diva Search. She did not win the competition, but she was offered a contract. After some time in Deep South Wrestling, she debuted in ECW in January of 2007. After some time away from the ring, Brooke debuted in TNA in 2008. He remained with the company for five years before leaving in November 2015 due to her pregnancy. She and her husband, model Weston Wayne, welcomed their first child, Jake, in September of 2016. Uh, now, here's a very somber moment right here as well. Uh, let me see here. Seven, and I'll have to wait a few minutes, folks, because I, need, I, need, I can't talk around over that time. So, okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, let's see. Seven years ago today, 2012, Robert Bradley James, best known to wrestling fans as Brad Armstrong, dead in his home in Kennesaw, Georgia. He was 51 years old. The second oldest of, of four sons of Bullet Bob Armstrong is best known for his time in WCW in the 1990s. 1991, as Armstrong as Freebird Bad Street was one-third of the WCW World Six-Man Tag Team Champions. In July 1992, he would win the WCW Light Heavyweight title from Scotty Flamingo. Two months after winning the title, Armstrong injured his knee and was forced to vacate the title. The title would ultimately be abandoned. His second run in WCW saw limited success for Brad as he would go on a losing streak. He He would blame on the Armstrong curse. He was repackaged briefly as BA, a member of the No Limit Soldiers, he briefly feuded with Berlin, of course, Alex Wright in 1999, before re, being repackaged as Buzzkill, a ripoff of a gimmick used by his brother Brian, of course, the Road Dog. Armstrong injured his knee again in March of 2000 during a WCW Saturday night taping. By the time his knee healed up, his contract expired, and Brad briefly left the business. Armstrong had a run in WWE in 2006 as a trainer and color commentator before taking on a producer role full-time in 2007. Armstrong also wrestled on, on the independent circuit in the southeastern United States and volunteered at a school in Kennesaw, Georgia. Brad also had notable stints in New Japan Pro Wrestling, All Japan Pro Wrestling, Southeastern Championship Wrestling, the Universal Wrestling Federation, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, and Georgia Championship Wrestling. On November the 1st, 2012, just a week after seeing a physician on an undisclosed, undisclosed medical issue, sadly, Armstrong was found dead, like I said, in his home in Kennesaw, Georgia. Like I said, he was also 51 years old. Longtime tag team partner Tim Horner suspected a heart attack may have been the cause of his demise. At the time of his death, Brad was survived by his wife of 14 years, Lori, and his daughter, Jillian, who was 11 years old. Armstrong, also a two-time Smoky Mountain Wrestling Heavyweight Champion, 
two-time NWA national champion, twice NWA national tag team champion, won Rookie of the Year awards for Wrestling Observer Newsletter 1981, co-winner with Brad Riggins, and Pro Wrestling Illustrated 1982, and was the Observer's most underrated wrestler of 1987. So there you have it with that part of the legend. We have one big birthday to talk about here today. It's so big. It's, it, it, talked, it had its own, of course, page about it here. And we're going to pull that up that right now. Give it, give, it just, give it just one second here. As, of course, we celebrate a big-time birthday here today. Well, uh, okay. But, uh, but, of course, like I said, and of course, sadly, this is, one, some, this is someone that we have unfortunately have lost, unfortunately. Uh, today would have been the 70, let me see, give me just a second here, a, the 75th birthday uh, to Raymond Lewis Heenan. But, of course, as Legion of Fans know him better, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Yes. Happy Born birthday, Bobby. Yes, up there in heaven. Yes, sir, indeed. Managing some of the best up there right now, even as we speak. Born in Chicago and growing up in Indianapolis, Heenan was in love with the wrestling business just about all of his life. Carrying bags for the wrestlers and selling refreshments at events. Unfortunate circumstances within his family forced Heenan to drop out of school at the age of 15. Heenan broke into wrestling business in 1965 as Pretty Boy but Bobby Heenan, named after Bobby Davis, manager of Buddy Rogers. His gimmick of a heel manager was largely unchanged about through his career, a tough-talking big mouth that feared physical confrontation, but not above cheating to get an advantage for whomever he managed. In 1969, Heenan got his first national exposure as part of the AWA when he managed and occasionally wrestled with the Blackjacks. He also managed Nick Bockwinkle, Ray the Cripple Stevens, Bobby Duncan Sr., and Blackjack Lanza. Together, they would make up the first of many incarnations of the Heenan family. He split time between the AWA and the Indiana-based World Wrestling Association until 1974, when a pay dispute with Dick the Bruiser forced Heenan out of the WWA. Upon his full return, Wally Carbo and Ray Stevens labeled Heenan the brain because of his knowledge of the ins and outs of the business. In 1976, Heenan would make history. He would match both the AWA world champion Nick Bockwinkle, who ended the seven-year run of Vern Gagne the previous year, and the AWA World Tag Team Champions, Blackjack Lanza and Bobby Duncan, making him the first manager of a promotion singles and tag team champions simultaneously. During a feud with Dick the Bruiser and the Crusher, Dick called Heenan Weasel. The nickname would follow Heenan for the rest of his career. After a brief stunt in Georgia Championship Wrestling in 1979, where he would pick up commentating tips from Gordon Soley, he again matched Bockwinkle to the NWA World title, Fighting off challengers, including one Hulk Hogan in 1983. He also matched Ken Patera, who paired up with uh, Adan al Kasi when Heenan suffered a serious neck injury during an ultra pro wrestling show in 1983. Let's see what. Uh, do what? Did I pronounce it? No, no, you didn't forget anything. I was just saying the name you're pronouncing it was Sheik Adnan al Kasi. And also, um, this is also yeah, well, that story I told you about. Yeah, this real quick. It's nothing major, but remember that story I sent you about that bus, however, and everything that happened earlier today? Yes, it did. They fired the driver. They're saying it's the driver's fault? Yep. But how could it be the driver's fault, man? How are you supposed to know that road was going to collapse? Yeah, exactly. But they say that uh, the school bus. He can still the city, can't he? 
He can sue the city, can't he? I think he should. I think he should sue the city. Yeah, and by the way, definitely keep your prayers and thoughts for Vera Clemente, the wife of former baseball great Roberto Clemente. She's in delicate health, according to reports, however, I just heard. But, yeah, it says here now, it says here, from what I heard just now, how, yeah, I'm looking here, it says here, uh, I think it's into the video, it says here, uh, yeah, bus driver fired after driving through a flood of road. Yeah, they fired her. But, the, yeah, but it wasn't her fault. How was she supposed to know that? Exactly. I don't understand that either. Right now, she needs to sue the city. She needs to sue the city. She needs to she sue the bus. She needs to do. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would fight. Don't, 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 don't let up on anybody just because that they say this is what's going to happen. No, you fight it. You got rights. You fight it. Huh? Let's get back to, of course, talking about this. As we, of course, here up in heaven, celebrate the 75th birthday of the one and the only Bobby the Brain Heenan. In 1984, Bobby Heenan made his way to the WWF to match Jesse the Body Ventura. However, blood clots in his lungs forced Ventura to end his career early. Heenan would go on to manage over the next seven years Big John Studd, Kim Patera, Paul Ondorf, King Kong Bundy, Andre the Giant, the Brain Busters, of course, Arn Anderson and Tully Blanchard, the Islanders, Haku and Tama, High Chief Siva Afi, Hercules the Barbarian, Mr. Perfect, Terry Taylor, and the Brooklyn Brawler. His uncanny ability to draw heat made him one of the most hated men in the company. Sometimes the most hated man, one of the most hated men in the company, sometimes the most hated man in the company. There you go. He was a key figure in the wrestling movement in the late 1980s, managing the consecutive WrestleMania main events against Hulk Hogan, was King Kong Bunny in 86, and Andre the Giant in 87. But he was not directly involved in Andre the Giant's WWF title win at the main event in February 1988. He had received a record payday for his promotional work leading up to the event, and that was according to Jim Ross. Though Heenan did not manage a champion for his first five years in the company, that all changed at WrestleMania 5 when his charge, Rick Rude, defeated the Ultimate Warrior to win the IC title. Of course, we know that Heenan held the Warriors' foot down for Rude to make the pin. I think we all saw that. Later in the year, he led the Brain Busters to the WF Tag Team titles, in the colossal connection to the tag titles the next year. In 1990, he would also lead Mr. Perfect to his first of his two IC titles. He retired from managing full-time in 1991 due to recurring neck problems, but he would act as an advisor for Ric Flair in late 1991 and early 1992, then introduced the narcissist Lex Luger in 1993. He didn't often work double duty as a manager and started in 1986 as a commentator. He would replace Jesse Ventura on primetime wrestling, all-American Wrestling and Wrestling Challenge as an as an as the analyst, creating a legendary pairing with Gorilla Monsoon. He then often called himself a broadcast journalist, openly siding with heels and derided fans as humanoids and jobbers as ham and eggers. And often Monsoon mm-hmm. forced Monsoon to cry, "Will you stop?" Quite regularly. Ironically, it would be Monsoon Heenan's BFF behind the scenes. They ended Bobby's WWF run on camera. At the end of a Monday Night Raw in December of 1993, Monsoon decided he had enough of Heenan's insults that physically threw him out. In reality, Bobby was tired of the long hours and the lingering effects from his broken neck. Also, in rea- reality, Heenan said they collaborated on his K5 exit. <coughs> Excuse me, Heenan planned to retire and spend time with his family, was contacted by WCW. At first, he was reluctant to get back into the wrestling business. After finding out they offered health insurance and figuring he could see his daughter in Alabama more, Heenan joined WCW as a commentator in 1994. 
He served as color commentator for WWE programming, including Nitro, Thunder, Clash of the Champions, and nearly every pay-per-view. He did at first was the same heel commentator he was in the WWF, openly cheering heels and making excuses for their cheating ways. He didn't, would finally get, get neck surgery in 1995. Now everyone was aware of this, like the one Brian was like, like one Brian Pillman. Pillman grabbed Heenan by the neck during a Clash of the Champions event in January 1996, causing Heenan to curse on the air. Pillman often working, of course, the loose cannon gimmick and unaware of Heenan's neck issues. Later apologized. Of note, the language was edited out of all WCW footage, but on the WWE Network version of the show, and <clears throat> but is on the WWE Network version of the show and the 2006 Brian Pillman DVD retrospective. Uh, he knew would transition to a babyface for the only time in his career during the New World Order era. In 2000, Bobby would slowly be phased out of commentary, first replaced on Nitro by Mark Madden, then by Stevie Ray on Thunder in July, leaving him to finish out his commentary career in WCW on Worldwide until his release in November. He often said he felt uninspired due to, to the negative work environment in WCW and constant conflict with Eric Bischoff and Tony Schiavone. Once that incident played out on camera following the death of Gorilla Monsoon in October 1999, he didn't want to mention his passing on the air despite never working for WCW, but Schiavone was against the idea. Later on in the show, Schiavone asked for Heenan's thoughts on an upcoming tag match, but Heenan retorted, I can't hear you from way down here shooting on Shabani's pension for wanting his chair higher than Heenan's. Over the next decade, Heenan would lend his knowledge and talents to smaller wrestling promotions, including Women of Wrestling in 2001, Ring of Honor in 2004, and TNA in 2005 and 2006. Heenan would also make somewhat regular cameos for WWE, most notably at the Gimmick Battle Royal WrestleMania 17 and the occasional episode of Raw. He also provided commentary for the Showdown Legends of Wrestling video game in 2004. He then also wrote two career memoirs, Bobby the Brain, Wrestling's Bad Boy Tells All in 2002, and Chair Shots and Other Obstacles Winning, winning Life's Wrestling Matches in 2004, the foreword of the latter, uh, uh, foreword of, of, of the uh, 2002 book, of the, of the 2004 book written by Ric Flair, of course, the former written by Hulk Hogan, seriously, Hogan and Heenan, are actually good friends, though it seemed far from it on television. 2002, Bobby Heenan announced that he was battling throat cancer on his website. In a statement on his website, Heenan said, if the late great gorilla monsoon couldn't shut him up, cancer isn't going to either. Though he was large, though he has largely, he did largely recover, Heenan's physical appearance and voice have both been altered dramatically. Weighing 246 pounds during his wrestling and managing days, he, as of, of course, back in, of course, sadly, before he passed, he weighed less than 190 pounds. In 2004, Heaney would be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. In his speech, he paid tribute to his broadcasting partner and friend, tearfully saying this, and I cannot forget this. I remember him saying this. I wish Monsoon was here. Absolutely. Of course, Bobby was married to his, as of 2016, Bobby was married to his wife, Cynthia Jean, for 49 years. They, of course, have a daughter, Jessica, and a, and a grandson, Austin. In addition to being a WWE Hall of Famer, Heenan is a member of the inaugural Wrestling Observer Newsletter Hall of Fame class in 1996, a part of the Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame in 2006, and a 2010 member of the St. Louis Wrestling Hall of Fame. He is a four-time four 
Uh, let's see, Pro Wrestling Illustrated Manager of the Year, 1972, 1976, 1989, and 1991, and also the 2012 Stanley Weston Award winner for Lifetime Achievement. So, ladies and gentlemen, on behalf of everyone here in the WWS Radio Network, we do send our, once again, on this, the 75th birthday of I'm sure JD and Fonzie would agree, one of the true greatest wrestling managers of all time, the well-deserving of his Hall of Fame honor, one and only the late Bobby the Brain Heenan. We salute you, sir, and up in heaven, I hope they're throwing a real big party with a big cake and everything like that. So happy birthday to the one and only Bobby the Brain Heenan here tonight. And there'll be a special birthday and of course, before the end of the night. Oh, oh, indeed. Yes, indeed. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, folks, come. Uh, apparently, I did not know this, but for a little bit, we lost Fonzie. And now we got Fonzie back on here with us. Okay, so Fonzie's back here with us. So, also, there's our news and views of history and birthdays here for this evening. Let's go ahead and get you the number one more time 1 562 0444. Caller ID 138055-pound. Uh, this is episode 748 of Revolution. Of course, this is Friday, November the 1st, 2019. Mr. W7 U.S. Chad Hinshaw here along with the Iceman, Jared D. Geralmo, and the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie. Uh, <clears throat> and I do see oh, we do Chad, have else. can I say something? Well, I was about to bring somebody on, but... Okay, go ahead. Bring you. somebody on, and I want to say something before we... Before somebody will... Yeah, we know who it is. So. Yeah, yeah, but then, let me, let me, yeah, okay, hold on. Yes, I do see, I do see you, ladies and gentlemen. Now coming in here on the line here, folks, hailing from, of course, the a city out there in the great, in, in the great, uh, great big west out there in, of course, California. Uh, of course, he is, of course, one third of the AAA U.S. <clears throat> uh, World Trios champions. One half of the OWN US World Tag Team Champions with JD. <clears throat> of course, the trio's champions. He is partners. His partners, of course, are Michelle and Ann. Also, of course, he's a holder of uh, many belts, including the WWUS uh, Iron Man Heavy Metal Weight Championship there as well, and several yeah, other belts. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, sure is indeed. Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from, of course, of course, San Sacramento, California, and of course, one of our, of course, our our big friend here, of course, here tonight. Uh, here is the one, and of course, yeah. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, here he is, the one and the only here. Dare I say his name? Dare, dare. Yes, I will. Yes, he is, of course, the one and the only. If I can, hold on. Danny from Oak Park. Hey, hey, how's it going, guys? If you oh. will. I, 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 What's yeah, no, going no. on, Danny? No, no, it's a. Uh, it's on, Danny. All right, hey, how's it going, Fox? Really? How's good. it going, Chad? How's it going, uh, JD? Uh, oh, it's nice to relax that. here on. Yep, yep. Yeah. Nice to relax here on a Friday night. Okay. Uh, Danny, before we get to your stuff here, uh, Fonzie did have something he wanted to wanted to mention here real fast before we get into your take here about the world of wrestling here this this past week. Uh, so, mention, uh, mention. Okay, Fonzie, please go ahead and uh, and go ahead and tell us what, what is yes. this, that what exactly that's on your mind. Well, I'm sorry that I didn't interrupt you earlier. Cause uh, yeah, we're doing uh, 
news and history updates. Um, like I was saying, that uh, the end of the show, Triple H said, "You want you want to play? You want to play? So let's do it." SmackDown and Raw, if you have some fucking balls, let's get it on. That's what Triple H said. That's what Triple H said. So we'll see what happens. So we got the Triple H's crew to know what SmackDown and Raw is going to do to you know, respond to what the NXT did tonight on SmackDown on Friday night. But um, beside the point, um, it's not wrestling um, require, and uh, I just want to change it up a little bit. I don't know if you heard, J.D., that Mike Tomlin got fined for not reporting Ben Roethlisberger injury on week two. I saw that Um, today. Yeah, I just saw that. I was like, well, whatever. Uh, the rest By the way, Danny, congratulations to your boys last night surviving Arizona. That was a good game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, the the Washington band. Yeah. 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 I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> for, a brief, for a brief moment here, the uh, human suplex machine, John Gross, popped on for just a short bit. Apparently, all he had to say, all he had to say here is, of course, I suppose, as to what happened tonight. What the heck was he? And John, I think you mean tonight, not last night. What the heck was was he was he watching last night? Last night, and he simply referred to it as NXT down. Uh, <laughs> so uh, John says he is speechless, uh, and I am Belchins. Yeah, there you go. Hey now. <clears throat> yeah, hey, there you go. Yeah, uh, John, that's that's a that's a. Uh, that's a very valid point here. That's a, that that is a very very valid, valid point here, gentlemen. Before Danny gets on the roll here, and he's going to get that roll here, I've got to pose the question. With and of course, I saw the I saw the video before before coming on, coming on the uh, coming coming on the oh. air here. I suppose he brought up about Brock Lesnar quitting SmackDown. What does this mean as far as as far as the top your top titles? Does this mean that the universal title is going to be exclusive to SmackDown now and the WWE title is going to be exclusive to Raw? Yeah. Is, like that what this means? is that what this means? I think now, that's the plan. I think that's the plan. Yeah. So so so, so no so so basically, and, and, and so basically, you know, by, by Brock Lesnar wanting to go after Rey Mysterio, and I would have expected at least Brock, you know, that if he felt like going after Rey Mysterio was ten, was ten times more important than his belt, I would have expected him. And I mean, he probably wouldn't have done it this anyway, but he probably would. I, would, I, was, I was surprised that he didn't put the belt down and say, "Screw this, I want Rey. I don't want this belt anymore." But no, it, no, that's too important. That is too important. No, so obviously, that's what it's called. Hold on, baby. I know you want to say. No, y'all want to. Let me let me throw out this theory. We saw this before. We've seen this before. The world heavyweight title and the WWE title switching hands before. 
Now it seems like we're going to see the universal title be exclusive to SmackDown, which means they're probably going to replace that red strap with a blue one, obviously, it seems. Um, uh, the, 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 ras- the, the, the blue raspberry uh, flavored title? Yeah, that was uh, uh, yeah, it's probably, it's probably they're probably going they're probably going to dip it in. Uh, they're probably going to make it look like uh, a bowl of blueberry cereal. That's what it's going to look like. Yeah, sounds tasty. Uh, yeah, it does sound tasty. Sounds yeah. delicious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apparently, it seems. I mean, so, so, so I mean, uh, and and obviously the first person, if this is the if this is what the how they're going to go down with this, so it seems it seems like that the first person you know rushing in that era. Of the universal title B exclusive to SmackDown is the one and only Fiend Bray Wyatt. So, but apparently we didn't see that because obviously, of course, as the big story has been around here all day long, JD did tell me about this and I've read it all over the place about the travel situations as first coming out of Saudi Arabia and all that. But as JD and I also talked about it, JD brought this up earlier. This right here, this plan, this move they made. Did I not say that this would be a smart move if they wanted to do this show tonight? Did I not say yep. that, JD? You called it. And, you called and it. They, 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 did it. They, they did it. They did it, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. This was this was called this was called by this was called by us here. And I'm not I'm not taking the credit here because it don't sound right. We WWS, a small, a small organization has been around here for eleven years called one of the biggest things that probably happened to WWE in quite some, in quite some time about, you know, because of being delayed from coming back from Saudi Arabia or go with a backup plan. Um, they decided, to, of course, to pull in superstars. And where did they get them from? First thing I said, NXT. And they did it. Triple H yep. gave them the And they took it. They took it. And what did they do? It's Some of them. Yeah, Chiappa, as, as, Chiappa beat the Miz. Chiappa beat the Miz. Shayna Baszler went up against some of your uh, main roster female talent. Sasha and she, Bailey and Nikki. Exactly. Oh, your main family. Yes. Yeah. So, so, uh, Shayna, Shayna beat up on, on some of the horsewomen tonight. Yes, yeah, she, she took care of She took care of Nikki Cross, and then and then Adam Cole that, fought a hell of a main event against Daniel Bryan, and he beat Daniel Bryan. I'm gonna have to see highlights, but um, Shayna, uh, that's what the uh, man that that's that that better be setting up for WrestleMania then, right there. That's your right. fucking slow burn, horsewomen versus horsewomen, uh. Come WrestleMania, that, and they that said needs Bianca, to happen right there. They said Bianca Belair took out Dana Brooke and Carmella. This is John saying this. Sami Zayn got himself taken out by Matt Riddle. My 18 year old daughter could take out fucking uh, Dana Brooke and uh, Carmella. Yeah. And and know what John said it right here, guys. John said it right here. Agree with this or not? However, whatever you think, I agree with this. NXT just murdered the entire SmackDown roster. They did. Yeah, they, they did. They, they did. They did. They sent a message to Vince tonight, Tower. They said, to hell with you, however. We're doing it our way. 
Yeah, and, and who gave him the ball to roll with? It was Triple H. Exactly. And then and John said they came in and SWAT teamed the entire roster. Oh, that they they they, they did. Uh, they crushed. They crushed the entire. Yeah. Roster. Why do you th- and Vince, based upon seeing this, sir? How, how what, what what does this tell you? The NXT talent right now are getting much more over than your main talent right now, and you owe it all to your son-in-law for getting for getting them to that point and all that. This is also living proof mm-hmm. right now. You have run out of ideas, and Triple H has got some of his own that could possibly save this daggone company of yours. So step down while you got a chance. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Like you said, and getting back before we get to Danny King, like you said, that's a good point. Again, as I said earlier, Danny, congratulations to your boys last night for winning. But I also saw, however, a tough one for the Warriors losing Curry for three months. That is a big, big blow for them. That's mm. a big blow mm-hmm. for Golden State. Yeah, there, and that's beside and the point. And Kingspan is laughing at that. At the same time, we're mourning that because that sucks. Yeah. Because Steph Curry yeah. does make the NBA better, but uh, yes. us here in Sacramento, as far as Warriors goes, are concerned. Yes. Um, you know how they spell uh, Jeff Jarrett, Jeff E double F J A double or E double T, whatever. Steph yep, yep. Curry is now G double O double N double E Gagoony. Yep. John. Yes. But speaking of Gagoony, oh, and I know you're ready to talk about this, and I'm gonna let Chad do the intro. You've got to be happy okay. with what you saw Wednesday night at AEW. So I'm gonna let Chad do the intro. Yeah. And John says this is something he wants to see, and maybe, and maybe this might. I'm, I'm, I think this would work. This might kind of might give this pay per view a little bit more pep here, you know, if they do it this month. A John's got a good point. A five on five on five triple threat war games match at Survivor Series. Five of the best from Raw, five from the best from SmackDown, and five of the best from NXT. Now I would want to see that. I want to see that. I think we all we want, want to uh-huh. see that. want to see that. Yeah. Now John said he read somewhere that War Games wants to be added for Survivor Series. If they have War Games Survivor Series, oh, good God Almighty. Woo! Yeah, Chicago. It's like a dynamite K going off, ready to go. Yes. Exactly. And speaking of which, uh, JD, I hope you have yourself something to drink right beside you, Ponce. I hope you got the same thing. I do. I'm ready to go because I'm ready to have pack a bowl, guys. Okay. <laughs> Definitely. Ponce's got something to drink there, and so do I. And so we're going to be doing a lot of drinking, a lot of talking, and a lot of belching. <laughs> As we do hey now. There'll be a lot of gas in here, too, so don't like it. Okay. On the world of wrestling for the week, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring you, of course, one last break. Let's bring you, of course, the Friday Night Delight, uh, the Sacramento Sensation. Ooh, I I like that. Uh, Thank you. Yeah, here he is, Danny from Little Park, with his take on the world of wrestling here this week. Danny, 
please go ahead and take the floor of 748 of Revolution, please. Thank you guys very, very much. Um, it is a pleasure to be here with the limited time that I do have, so I'm going to make it uh, worthwhile to count. Um, I do not watch Raw and SmackDown anymore, uh, but I might have to watch uh, the highlights tonight because, holy shit, that's big news. Um, but also you have to take into account that um, a lot of the talent got stuck in Saudi Arabia because of flight delays and all that type of bullshit, which they need to stop these Saudi shows because look at what we were, we're stuck with now. What the fuck? You know, this isn't fair. This isn't right. And then, the, you know, like uh, JD will run down the schedule for WWE here soon. He's got it all. But uh, they're going to do uh, Buffalo and whatever the fuck on the East Coast and then turn right, up, right, right around and go right the fuck back to the other side of the world to the U.K., which, I mean, I, I don't care how long that flight is from the East Coast to the U.K., that's still mighty long. I've never taken a flight, but holy fuck, that seems brutal. And then turn right back around come back to the States, I think maybe, I don't know, somewhere Midwest, East Coast, brutal. It's just brutal. I mean, I feel sorry for the all the talent on WWE's roster right now. But, um, okay, uh, so I'll, uh, I did not catch Tuesday Night Impact live. I caught that on Thursday, and then I just finished NXT Today, but I did watch uh, AEW live, and, man, they are setting up for full gear, man. Um, let's go into the, into the most important stuff here. Um, the contract signing, Chris Jericho, uh, Cody Rhodes, long-ass uh, segments in the, in the limo with Tony Schiavone, Cody Rhodes, Willie Nelson stories, Make them wait. Real star is here. And then the contract signing, Chris Jericho, he did a damn good job at trolling. He trolled that shit. Talking about, no, 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 we're not going to flip no tables. We're not going to do none of that bullshit. This is too important. And then sign the con both parties sign the contract shake hands, but then Cody brings in Jericho's hand, says a few words, and then Jericho, he grabs the live mic, says, look at the screen, and there's uh, Sammy Guevara and Jake Jay Hagar beating the shit out of Dustin. Dustin's head made a dent in a limo. Okay. That's not a, that's not a work. That's a shoot. The force that his head made into that uh, wheel well made a dent, and then they proceeded to break his hand with the door. Man, dastardly. And then, as uh, Cody's looking on with his brother, MJF is there, and 
stuff like that. Ten feet away, there's the inner circle getting in the limo, get, getting getting in the uh, the Humvee or uh, uh, the Range Rover, something like that. Just lighting up a cigar, Sammy Corvera. Here's the reason. Here, I'm going to tell you guys the reason right now why Sammy Guevara is in the inner circle, okay? Okay, let me, let me break this down here, okay? I, I'm going to take up a little bit of time here, but uh, I'm going to break it down here, okay? I'm going to light this cigarette. I'm going to give some love to the WCW US Nation, Revolution, motherfuckers. Damn right. I love <laughs> you guys. Okay. Do you guys remember? Do you guys remember? The Dangerous Alliance. Yes. You guys remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Paul Heyman, Paul E. Dangerously, you had Rick Rude. Uh, you had, uh, who else? You Beautiful had, Bobby, uh, Eaton, Bobby Eaton, Larry Zabisco, yeah. Bob, Larry Zabisco, Bobby Eaton, uh, and then you know, Arne Anderson. Arne. And, yeah. and then you know who else you had in that? A, a little known talent named Steve Austin. Oh yes. He, they, Paul Hammond said, "We got us a star right here for the future, the future yes. of pro wrestling." Yes. Fast forward to 2019. You got the inner circle. You got Chris Jericho. Best in the world at what he does. Yep. Drink it in, man. Yep. You got Jake Hagar, Jack Swagger, yep. whatever the fuck you want to call him. The seasoned veteran. Doesn't say a word. Yep. Your muscle. Yes. You got LAX, Ortiz, Santana. Yep. Your goons. Your 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 fall guys, but they more times than not they will kick that ass. Yes. And then you got Sammy Guevara. Sammy Guevara is your star for the future. Yes. Future. And everybody's all saying he needs to lose the uh, panda gimmick and everything. No, no, that's his thing. That's his thing. You don't want to mess with that. Sammy Guevara, he's worked here in Sacramento. I know the people that bring him in. And we've been raving and ranting about how Sammy Guevara is getting so much TV time. It's ridiculous. It's awesome. He is good-looking, 23 years old, and has all the moves and can only get better. He is your star, no matter where he goes in pro wrestling, he is your star of the future. You will be hearing more about Sammy Guevara in the future. This is only the beginning. So pay attention, people. It is only going to get better for him. And, and, and it's so, so great. Um I'm just going to go ahead and cut to the uh, important stuff. Uh, 
we crowned brand new AEW Tag Team Champions and SCU versus the Lucha Bros, uh, Pentagon Jr. and uh, Ray Phoenix, and a uh, hell of a match. But but it was limited by time. It was limited by time. They could have gone so much later. This should have been this should have been saved for uh, full gear, to tell the truth. Yeah. But it is what it is, and it was a great match. So congratulations to the first ever AEW. World Tag Team Champions, SCU. Um, Big time. Um, On Impact this week, um, Eddie Edwards um, went up against Ace Austin in a street fight, and it was nothing short of brutal. Man, this has personal written all over it. Wives are involved, um, but uh, some chicanery and Ace Austin, who has an Austin 316T. Look it up, guys. Ace Austin, Austin 316T. Steve Austin is going to sue a motherfucker. No doubt. He has to. This is blatantly rip off. Yeah. Oh, oh my it. God. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And it actually looks mm-hmm. good. But hey, let me ask you there's no way. Let let you... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to ask you something about AEW real quick, though. What was your thoughts about the announcement that Tony Khan made with the lights out match between. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yes. I. I... I've been so uh, scatterbrained this week. It's okay. Yes, let, let's talk about uh, Dean Moxley, John Ambrose, and this is like the most TV time that uh, Tony Khan has gotten. Okay, his voice. Um, this is who you signed. You know he's fucking dangerous. You know he's brutal. This is the guy, and you know. He, Okay, we're gonna see the we're gonna see the fight against Kenny Omega, yeah. but how are you gonna um, how are you, how is this not gonna uh, count against his win loss record? I mean, that's not fair. That real I, I don't agree with that at all. Um, nope. But the, it, it's gonna be a masterpiece of brutality, no doubt about it. I think so it's gonna be brutal. I can't wait for. I, I, I think what's going to be brutal, and we all agree on this one, is definitely going to be Jericho and Cody for the title in Baltimore with Cody's mom there. That's going to be the match of the year, I feel. It's going to steal the show. There's going to be blood. Yes, There's going to be color. It's going to be like Dusty and Flair back in the mid-'80s. It's going to be just like that mm-hmm. all over it. And we're going to eat that up. Yes, this, this right here is going to cement uh, the legacy – uh, of the current Rhodes name on the East Coast, in those yep. hallowed halls, on those yep. shores, the way it yep. was meant to be. And I, I, I can't wait till AEW hits the West Coast, to the Cal Palace, to the Golden One Center, hopefully the Staples Center, and everywhere in between, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington. Man, those are hallowed... Uh, 
wrestling Phoenix. territories Arizona. right there. Phoenix, Phoenix, Arizona. They're they're dying Davis. for real wrestling, man. Because again? the talking Denver? stick Yeah, the the talking stick hasn't been getting real wrestling lately. They've been getting bullshit. And yeah. once AEW hits the scene if they go to Vegas they'll they'll get big in at the MGM. Denver, the Pepsi Center, I oh. can see. That's another oh, big time. Uh, Dallas and, I mean, they're doing Texas in December, but they're going to hit Texas. But I think you're going to see the West Coast after the first of the year going to really affect um, the like Portland and that. Texas, really as, as, as far as the West Coast is concerned, I think, Texas is going to be the, the uh, kind of the warm-up, the epicenter. You know, that's as far as West as they've come so far. And then once Texas, and in Texas, I mean, come on, we're talking about the Sportatorium. We're talking about the Von Erichs, the Freebirds, Junkyard Dogs. We're talking about w, WCCW, Houston, Paul Bosch, and Houston, Paul Bosch. Uh, we're talking about the, you know, the the hard hitters, man. Fucking Texas born, you know. We're we're talking about Steve Austin here, you know. If AEW can't, if if by some chance fucking AEW does not get over in Texas, then it's, you know, you might as well consider it dead. I mean, come on, dude. I I, I highly doubt that's going to fucking happen right there. You know where else else I think they're going to hit? I mean, they're hitting Charlotte. We know this coming next Wednesday. I'll tell you, you know where they're also going to try hitting? I think I could see them hitting places like Tampa, Orlando, Atlanta. Uh, oh, oh, of course. They're gonna of, there of course. There. They're, they're, they're going to have, they're, they're about to have the uh, homecoming in Jacksonville. You know? Yeah. I mean, come the on, Florida is their shit. Florida yeah. is their shit, dude. You know? I, yep. I, times like this, I wish the Omni was still around. You know? Yeah. I would like to see them hit also in Kansas City, St. Louis, Milwaukee. Uh, like they need to hit St. Louis. Detroit, they need to hit St. Louis. They'll hit Detroit. Yep. Detroit, they could hit. Detroit, I could see. Uh, <clears throat> like I said, they could also do maybe, like I said, uh, possibly maybe. Uh, I mean, I know Michelle wants to see them in Richmond. They're already hitting like DC and Baltimore. Oh, they've they already hit Richmond, right? No, no, yeah, they hit West Virginia. Okay. Told me to keep in that because she's going. She says, and like I said, I went a couple weeks ago when they were in Pittsburgh. They're going to be back in Pittsburgh again next spring. They got a great response when they came here the first couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. They'll be back in Pittsburgh again. Yes. Philadelphia, Buffalo, uh-huh. Syracuse, New York City. Hell, hit WWE's backyard where it hurts them the most. New York City hey. and mm-hmm. well, East Coast. Right. You're leaving out one key piece there, fella. Greensboro. Yes. Yes. Why not? Start? Greensboro. Yes. Yeah. Oh, you I'm know sorry. they're going to hit up the Carolacas like a motherfucker, man. There's no doubt about that. Greensboro gave birth to Starcade that can make AEW a hit. Trust yep. me. Columbia and Charleston, too. Yes, and speaking of Speaking of Starcade, speaking about the uh, old school, let's go into uh, NXT. First ever, William Regal said one word about the about the women. 
about the horsewomen, about yep. uh, Io Sarai, about Candice LeRae. Uh, who else was in that? Help me out here, guys. Yeah, Tegan Knox, fucking uh, Dakota Kai. We're talking war games. A women's war games. Yep. We're not fucking around here, guys. That's a must-watch here. Yes, I've been putting WWE on punishment, but I, I, I'm getting back in, into NXT, and I am going to watch that. So uh, yeah. in the future here, uh, Chad, I will have my picks, um, and I will have my picks for you here soon when the uh, full, uh, full gear card is announced and confirmed. Yeah. So I, I will have that. Um, and, yeah, and, and, and a big and a big time war games match, uh, undisputed. Fucking uh, Matt Riddle. We got fucking uh, Bask in His Glory. Fucking Keith Lee. Fuck? Uh, Keith Lee. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa. And you know Johnny Gargano is going to get up in that bitch. Yeah. And so spin. So spin. Yeah, that's why it's supposed to be five man, right? I believe so. Who does, yeah. uh, I so five, who does yeah. Undisputed Era have? They have five who, people. Who does? They have five guys, so they can do the. the, the, the that's a whole yeah. So is is it a four man or a five man? That's that's my question here right now. Is it a four I'm man thinking, or a five man? Because as far as I'm concerned, War Games has always been five man. Yeah. So they'll go five. So, so you see the Aaron Finn. Be the Aaron Finn. Finn Balor. Yeah, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But who does? Who does? Who does? Lee. The. Who does the other team go with? Uh, I'll tell you. Here's my answer: Keith Lee, Jakovic, Gargano, Chiappa. Maybe. You you think? well, Matt Riddle's already on the team, but you well, think right. Dajakovic is going to be teaming with Keith Lee with that much Possible. heat? Maybe. It, that's if that's a possibility. But another name. Yeah. There's another name. You heard this name. The Velveteen Dream. There you go. There you go right there. And there it is right there. There's your... Maybe if you take one of them out, you put the dream in, I feel. And the dream, I think, needs you, to be... You, you put the dream in. You put the dream yeah. in. There you go. Mm-hmm. There, there you go right there. And that's your that's your five men right there. And there it is there. Man, November is on and cracking now, guys. I mean, yes. all the professional wrestling should be at a very high level right now. Survivor Series needs to be, um, even though I'm not, really watching right now they need to step it up yes um NXT, yes nxt is heading in the right direction it's kicking ass but i'm not going to watch it over aew wednesdays are for aew for me and aew full gear is going to be the shiznick oh my god dude and and then Impact, they're they're building their name right now, and Sammy Callahan as your world champion. Whoa, we're we're only getting started, guys. 
So with that being have you, said, have you watched NWA Power, Danny? No, I haven't gotten a chance yet. Man, my Why? schedule is just so. I need to. I need to. I totally need to. I I need to take one day and knock out all the episodes because they're only an hour long. So yeah, I so might need to take like Monday. Since, since I'm not watching Raw, since I'm not watching Raw, I need to take this Monday and knock them all out just in a row, just bang, 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 bang. I'm going to up on power myself yeah. in the same way. I got to up on power. Yes, I heard power is pretty, pretty good. Because I, I need to give them their respect. You know, yes. Billy Corgan, you know, we, we all love Smashing Pumpkins. I love Smashing Pumpkins. And he's a, he's a true blue wrestling fan. So yes. he needs my respect. You know, so I'm, I, I, I'm going to do that on Monday. That, that's my homework assignment on Monday. I will watch all the uh, power hours and get back to you guys on the messenger, and I'm going to be like, holy right. shit, and Nick Aldis and, and fucking uh, Damian Sandow's on there, fucking, and a bunch of other motherfuckers I heard. So uh, I'm going to do that. So um, with that being said, guys, um, this is Danny in Oak Park signing off. Um, thank you, Chad, very much. Um, I will get you my... Full gear fix. Uh, it will be this coming week, as you know. This is the go home show on Wednesday, and then once the full card is set, you know, with confirmed matches, I will give you all my picks, and you share them with every motherfucker out there in the universe because you know everybody needs to be uh, listening to this show, watching this show, and fucking. Watch pro wrestling, getting high, eating pussy, and fucking just having a great time in life. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, there we go. So with, that, so with that being said, uh, Chad, love you, brother. Thank you very, very much for this time. JD, pleasure yeah. as always. Likewise. And Have a good Fonzie, weekend, my And Fonzie, love you, brother. Good to be on here with you. And with that, I am Danny in Oak Park signing off, and I will see you at ringside. Good night, everybody. Have a good Good weekend, Danny. Thank you very much, sir, Danny. Of course, that is, of course, Danny from Oak Park here, folks. And, of course, he was telling it like it is here, of course, in the world of Western and ladies and gentlemen, every Friday night here on Revolution. We thank you very much for joining us here tonight. The heartbreak kid Fonzie suddenly did leave us. I'm not sure if anything happened with his phone or we had another phone call to take, but hopefully he'll be back on here in just a few moments. In the meantime, here, folks, so uh, let me give you the number here one more time 1 605 562 0444, caller ID 138055 pound. This is episode, of course, 748 of Revolution here, of course, for Friday, November 1st, 2019. Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, along with the Ice Man, Jared DiGiralmo. Also, of course, the, uh, we also, of course, had a brief visit here from the human suplex machine, John Gross. We thank him for coming on. He's left us here as well. And we'll talk to him, of course, uh, this coming Monday on Raw Radio. Just to give you a preview, guys, what is coming up Monday in episode 214, we are going to talk about the aftermath of Crown Jewel. Did it live up to the hype? We'll get you set up on Monday Night Raw live from Long Island. Also, 
We will get you also talking about the Monday Night Football game between Dallas and the Giants. Of course, this money from the island, from MetLife Stadium, however, of course, is in Long Island. But, folks, we're also going to start a little bit of discussion about war games and Survivor Series with a few weeks to go. Join John, myself, Fonzie, Enel, GPS, MLB, Chad, and the Gmail experience, the big IQ, Jeff Tears, the gang will all be ready to start off Monday with a big bang as we count down the days heading into Thanksgiving. One three eight seven four four pounds, three o'clock, the fun begins, and don't you dare miss it. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely indeed. Uh, taking a brief gander here, folks. Uh, uh, of course, uh, of course, even though it's, I'm sure this is not up to date as of yet, we don't have everything lined up here yet but i do have of course according to wikipedia four matches as of right now still lined up for aw full gear you got a non-sanctioned match of course john moxley up, up against kenny omega you got jared chris jericho defending against cody rhodes for the aw aew world title the young bucks versus santina and ortiz in a tag team match and adam page taking on Pac, of course formerly known as neville uh, in a in a singles bout here as well. Uh, of course, like I said, that pay-per-view will be a week from tomorrow. Uh, a week from tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, <clears throat> uh, farms of- oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. So, uh, but uh, definitely, like I said, check check that out. Of course, it'll be on at 8 o'clock, of course, next Saturday, November, November the 9th. And we will, of course, keep you up the tabs here as far as all that goes. And also, ladies and gentlemen, there will be another prediction title challenge for AEW Full Gear uh, coming up here. And we will start doing predictions at least by next Thursday. Um, and then, of course, up until, of course, next Friday. So far, we do have lined up here for doing this. We have JD, we have John, we have Michelle, we have Danny, and even Fonzie's throwing his name in the hat. I think Ann has as well, but I'm not 100% certain. And I'm still trying to check with Bobby. Speaking of the Crown Jewel Prediction Title Challenge, earlier today I did get an update here as far as, of course, as you know, ladies and gentlemen, we had a three-way tie for second place in our Prediction Title Challenge between Mr. Hulkamania, Bob Ziegler, the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, and the Empress, Emory Rickenbach. Anne did get us her pick as far as what belt she wants. Ladies and gentlemen, Anne is your brand-new NWA US Halloween Havoc champion. So, uh, so, like I said, that leaves, of course, Bobby, of course, to get his. And then we will, of course, hear from Michelle. And whatever belt uh, Michelle picks, then Fonzie will get what belt is left. And the three remaining championships are as follows. The WWS Border City Championship, the ECWS Barely Legal Championship, and the NJPWS Wrestle Kingdom Championship. Also, in addition to, of course, Ann's pick today, of course, last night we did get confirmed that, of course, John did win the prediction title challenge with seven correct predictions. He picked up the brand-new WWUS Crown Jewel title, and J.D. did pick up the NWA-US Starcade uh, Championship here as well. So <clears throat> we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, of course, keep you up to date here. Of course, we'll get with Bobby, and then, of course, we'll get with Michelle, and then whatever belts are left after Bobby and Michelle make their picks. Even though Fonzie was scheduled to compete, and, and he, of course, we did announce that he was – not going to officially take part because of his because of the fact that he was scheduled to compete he is still going to receive a belt for of course his his earlier interest in participating that's primarily the reason why we are doing that 
But uh, <clears throat> a wild week here, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, especially last night. Uh, of course, some areas down through here, of course, experienced some uh, very severe weather. Of course, tomorrow yeah, we last got some night. Very nasty weather up here. It was pretty nasty yes. up here too. Yes, of course. Of course, down my, around my neck of the woods here, it was a it was a disaster area. Uh, there were some places, of course, that they started the cleaning process right away here today. Uh, of course, temperatures were much cooler. Of course, I think I don't think the highs even got up near got up to past sixty degrees today. But you know what? That's a good thing because, well, as I said, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Well, let me tell you. Well, let me tell you something. All you gotta do is if you're if you're dead tired here, ladies and gentlemen, you're still sleeping in the morning when you have to wake up. On these cold days, all you gotta do is just stand outside for two minutes, and boom, you are wide yeah. awake. Trust me, I've done that before, and I'm telling you, it does feel kind of good actually. Uh, so, because I enjoy yeah, you know, anything, cool, anything cool or cold keeps me awake and helps me stay awake. So that's so that that's a good sign right there, ladies and gentlemen. You're talking to somebody who doesn't drink coffee. I do not drink coffee, and that's one the thing that put the rubber put me. Anything hot puts me to sleep. So you can't afford to have me dozing off on the job there, but that's not right. Especially also if you're driving, you don't want that to happen either. No, no, no. Uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, uh, coming up here, <clears throat> just a brief run through here. Of course, thank you, JD, for your rundown of Raw Radio on Monday. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow at 6 o'clock, ladies and gentlemen, we'll have WSWS Power Hour as we will be reviewing, of course, all that took place here in the radio network this week. Also, of course, uh, tomorrow's Wrestling History and Birthdays, and also, of course, your Wrestling Wrestling News tidbits. 141 364 pound. Be sure to join us here tomorrow evening at 6 o'clock. And then sometime between 7 and 8 o'clock Sunday morning, ladies and gentlemen, we will, of course, have WWS this morning, as I will, of course, bring you Sunday's wrestling history and birthdays, and also, of course, some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of, once again, of our friends at 411 Mania. And as always, what we have started doing, ladies and gentlemen, is that every sometime during the day on Sunday, we will bring you, of course, a condensed version of Sunday's wrestling histories, this coming Sunday's history and birthdays, on our page WWS on this date so and and you'll you'll find a lot of that very very interesting here as well and it's a condensed version of what we will what, what we would normally read on the air so that's, that's kind of a big treat right there folks uh let me see here uh and again ladies and gentlemen I do also have to 100% apologize for what happened to the live video feed uh, at WWS Nitro Thunder apparently we don't we're not sure what happened um, apparently it must have been like an internet, uh, internet situation. I'm not sure. Uh, but, uh, I'm, uh, we're, we're, we're still, we're still, we are still investigating that s situation here. Um, I'm, uh, apparently, uh, um, apparently our video, apparently the video for some odd reason, I don't think really, we didn't have any record of it at all. I don't think it never really got off the ground, unfortunately. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, next next uh, Friday night on Revolution, we will come back to uh, WWS Nitro Thunder for the live video feed. This is only fair. Because, like I said, Ryan, we're not sure what what happened here with it, but I'm sure I'm sure it's something. I'm sure we can, we'll we'll try to determine that, and we'll let you know here as soon as we possibly can. Uh, <clears throat> also, here, folks. Uh, don't forget, of course, a couple of quick plugs here. I will make, of course, as always, on eBay. Be sure to check out, of course, the eBay store entitled Perpetual Uniquity Internet Retail for the Eternally Distinctive Individual. Of course, remember eBay.com forward slash STR 
forward slash perpetual uniquity. Of course, P-E-R-P-U-T-A-L-U-N-I-Q-U-I-T-Y. Of course, we have almost 200 items. That's it, indeed. Uh, don't forget also as well here, folks, uh, a lot of great items, of course, posted on that page here. Be sure to check it out here today. And remember, you can always find stuff on there that you haven't seen, I've never seen before, and stuff you probably haven't seen in a long time, but be sure to definitely check it out here, of course, here today at Perpetual Uniquity on eBay. And also, speaking, and speaking of which, don't forget on Facebook, check out Bulldog DVD Sales and Variety. Uh, that, of course, web address is facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash Bulldog DVD sales variety. We, of course, have, of course, more DVDs on the way and a lot of great titles currently posted there right now, DVDs and Blu-rays, of course, of all different genres from TV seasons of different TV series to, of course, Westerns, science fiction, drama, comedy, children's and other animated movies, horror movies on DVD and Blu-ray. Don't forget, of course, sports DVDs, music DVDs, um, <clears throat> and of course, our ongoing special still can, still is still is going on, folks. All DVDs posted on the page, regardless of single or multiple disc sets, are worth one dollar. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, you heard me correctly. One dollar indeed. All DVDs, of course, that are not sealed have been checked out by yours truly, Mr. WS Chad Hinshaw. And of course, if by posting them on the page, that lets you know that they are in good tip-top shape and if they weren't ladies and gentlemen i would not post them on the page to begin with so be sure to check that out here today more to come by the way we got some more on the way so be sure to be watching out the list here indefinitely and also take it from this man right here the Iceman jerky Jerombo. of course uh he has bought five of them so far with possibly one more on the way uh we'll just say it in that respect uh of course and he has truly he has truly given his seal of approval here uh, by saying, of course, like I said, this that of course all the DVDs in tip-top shape, movies come out clear, crisp, and not, no problems at all whatsoever. Uh, so be sure to, I and mean, of course, like I said, and if they're good for the Iceman, they would be good for anybody else here as well. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, if you can, and this is of course for especially folks, if you can't afford to to go and buy these movies online, a lot of people are doing that these days, and it's very understandable. If you can't afford to buy a lot of these movies online, and of course they are very expensive when you get them online these days anyway, go for another method. Go for the DVDs or the Blu-rays. And folks, you can't get a better deal than them coming through our store right here. Like I said, Bulldog DVD sells a variety. Be sure to 100% definitely check it out here today. And remember, as I said, <clears throat> at Bulldog DVD sells a variety, we take a bite out of the cost so you can enjoy your favorite selection. Be sure to check that out here as well. I definitely want to thank the Iceman, Jared DiGiromo, along with uh, the Heartbreak Kid, Fonzie, the, uh, of course, brief appearance by the human suplex machine, John Gross, and, of course, definitely uh, uh, Danny from North Park, of course, for joining us here tonight. I do apologize once again. As well, we, we did have one person that joined the live video feed before it went out on us, Mr. Simon Johnston. Uh, we, and I apologize to him in advance for, of course, uh, for what happened here with the video. But, of course, we will make that up here, of course, by, by putting putting this, uh, putting next Friday's edition of Revolution uh, on the live video feed from Nitro Thunder next Friday. And hopefully we'll have that situation set up by then. And, and of course, <clears throat> we again, we apologize for that. We're not sure what happened. But we will, of course, do some more double-checking and find out what exactly is going on here with that revolution episode 748 
is a broadcast. Okay, thank you very much. Revolution episode 748 is a broadcast of the WWS Radio Network right here, of course, on TalkShoot.com, where we are four years older and continuing to be bolder. The radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling. Folks, take care of yourselves and each other. I hope, of course, even with, of course, the bad weather, I hope you did have a very happy and safe Halloween. And, of course, I said that November is upon us. We're about two months off. At least now, uh, uh, not 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 quite. Of course, we're two months away from the end of the year. So, like I said, folks, you know, enjoy 2019 while you still can. And of course, hopefully, we'll have some more great stuff to talk about here very very soon. And like I said, fun will start off. Like I said, we'll do Power Hour, of course, tomorrow, WWS this morning, uh, Sunday morning, and of course, we'll get back onto the big swing of things here. Of course, during the week, starting with the Monday afternoon tradition, WWS Raw Raw Radio. And JD will be, of course, in his traditional raw radio phone. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Okay, okay. Uh, <clears throat> and ladies and gentlemen, of course, since 2015, your source for everything in the world of pro, pro wrestling, pop culture, and everything in between. This is, of course, the WWS Radio Network. Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw saying thank you for doing this and have a tremendous weekend and all. And ladies and gentlemen, of course, as always, here at the end of our, all of our shows, the Iceman Jared D. Geronimo. As tonight's closing theme of the evening. And here we go. This is the WWS Radio Network. Have a tremendous weekend. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Power Hour. Take care and have a good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.